Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Oh, hey, Amanda. Oh, hello, Brooke. How I have missed you. Well, and we're still not in the same place. We are not in the same place. Was it the Carpenters that had that song, You're So Far Away? I'm like, Amanda, this is our first time ever recording remotely. I know. In the same room. I know. It's fine. It It, should be fine. It should be fine. (laughs) I know. I think Fernando's very nervous. Although... I think he feels redeemed because, you know, when he went to Chile, we learned how to record without him. And then, but I had no idea how to record remotely. So he's like, oh, no, he's like, I need it again. I need it <laughs> to the rescue. Yeah. So he's got me set up with some sort of strange contraption over here on my end and it should be fine. Had to, had to work in that contraption. Word. <laughs> Every time. <sighs> So last week we did not have an episode because you uncourt- unfortunately caught the vid. God, I didn't know people were saying the vid. Is this new? Um, it's like the wah. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to make it catch on. Yeah. But how are you feeling? Let's start there. I feel icky. So I'm on yeah. day mm, eight, I think. And mm-hmm. I just like you can hear it in my voice. I just I'm yeah. very congested. I have a bad cough. I feel very tired. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, I shared with you earlier in the week, I think getting COVID and my so now my daughter has it, my husband has it, my mom who lives with us, which I was really, you know, she's an older adult, so I was really trying hard for her not to get it. She has it. Mm-hmm. And um I think like at the beginning, it was very emotional because it's just, I told you this virus that has wreaked havoc on this world for two yeah. and a half years. It's, it's strange to all of a sudden have it occupying your body. Like, yeah. I knew that my time was going to come every, you know, um, and I was shocked that we hadn't gotten it before, but I don't know. It just kind of took me to an emotional place of, man, we as a world have just been through so much. And um, so I don't know. It's been a little bit more. It was definitely not as mild physically as I expected. And it's also been surprisingly emotional. Yeah, I hear that. It's like it's like you said, it's this thing that we've kind of been dodging and trying to hide from for two and a half years. And then when you finally get it, I mean, Yeah. When you and I were chatting on text about this, I thought about how like that first week Mm -hmm. when the kids were home from school and I had to leave my house to go to my balance bound storage unit to get, I don't even remember why. I think we were like, we were cleaning out the unit because it was March. Our product was gone. 
And we didn't want to pay for this storage unit anymore thinking, okay, there's a huge pandemic coming. I'm not going to want to be going to the storage unit, but I had to go once to clean it out. And I remember having like the homemade mask because people, Mm -hmm. we were not, we were not buying masks yet. I had like a bandana with two hair ties that became a mask. Oh my God. I had rubber gloves that I, I changed constantly after I touched one thing. It was a horrifying experience. So how amazing that we've come so far that we understand this virus, we are vaccinated, but we also lost so many people. And so it's so emotional and traumatizing still when when we're faced with it. And I'm, I'm so glad that you're physically mostly okay. But yeah, day eight, this is, it's it's taken us all on you a little bit. Yeah. And our and our listeners really missed you. And I, I missed you. know, I know, I missed you I guys know. too. I know. I know. And I, I do want to go back to in-person recording soon. I don't want to, I, I, I just enjoy it more when we're in the same space. So oh, today we'll see how it goes and I'm sure it'll still be fabulous, but I love that, you know, the podcast is one reason that we kind of get to make an excuse to get together more. I know because I didn't get my caramel latte today. I know. And <laughs> Junie didn't get to jump all over you and shoot her bulging eyes at you, you know? Yeah, miss I know. Out. She was looking at me on screen like, why are you in there? I don't get it. She's like, you're not remotely as fun when you're stuck in a rectangle. <laughs> when, when, I, when I can't jump on you and scratch your legs out. Well, yeah. So, I mean, do we want to kind of go on topic with what we were supposed to talk about today? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to talk about COVID for 35 okay. minutes. So okay. Okay, that's let's good. talk about something fun. Well, so our planned topic for last week, which has now become our topic for this week, was Halloween. Halloween. I don't even know what day it is. Okay, as we're recording, okay, it's October 12th. All right. Okay. Because okay. I feel completely going live. unprepared. That, that's not true. I'm not completely unprepared for Halloween. I always feel unprepared for Halloween because September is a really busy month for our family, not just with school, obviously starting, and two kids in school, but um, it's my mom's birthday. It's Graham's birthday. It's mine and Nick's anniversary. Like we just have a lot of family stuff going on yeah. in September and August, actually. So by the time all of those events have subsided, then it's like I take a breath and then my kids start asking about Halloween. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, I never feel fully prepared. Um, is Isabel dressing up this year? Yes, but I'm not entirely sure what she is. Um, she... <laughs> So I was excited because she originally was going to be this more complicated sort of like eye thing, and it was going to involve construction that I mm. was, you know, that felt not that felt hard. <laughs> not um, a Joyce Parker. <laughs> no, not a Joyce Parker. But now with her friend, she has decided originally they were going to be like cute construction workers, mm. but now it's a little bit more. I think it's more of like a traffic. Um, mm. What's this? What's the word I'm looking for? I was to traffic guard. No, not traffic guard. No, crossing guard. Yeah, there's like or a traffic hot, cop. Or yeah, there's sort of like know. a hot pink vest that's happening and some heart hot pink sunglasses. So we're working around the accessories, basically. We're basically working around the accessories. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. And so we've okay. already ordered it. It all came on Amazon. It was all very reasonably priced. We're done. Okay, I love that. Yeah, my kids don't always make it that easy for me. No. Um, you know, it's we're still, I, I don't know if this is just personality or age, but um, Paige gets really overwhelmed with the idea of Halloween, like having to choose just one costume idea. Yes, yeah, it's a so lot of pressure. So usually she does, 
It, it is. And she usually starts talking about it in August or September. And I'm usually like, let's just hold off a little bit longer. Um, and she has about 10 different ideas at any given moment. But last week, I think we narrowed it down. Okay. I So my kids love the show Big City Greens on Disney. And Nick and I were really trying to push for like family costume. Like Paige could be Tilly, if anybody knows this show. It's, it's a cartoon. Yeah, I don't know the show. It's cute. I mean, it's a little sassy sometimes, but it's, it's fun for the kids. Aren't we all, aren't we all a little sassy sometimes? We're all sassy sometimes, but Nick and I actually enjoy watching it too. So there's the daughter, Tilly, the son, Cricket, and then the parents and the grandmom. So we thought, oh, this would be a fun family costume. Paige was the only one who did not want to do it. She was a hard sell. So then we've been watching some of the Hotel Transylvania movies and she finally, have you seen those? No, but I, 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 like, yeah, I passed by one the other day and I was like, I don't know if we've seen these. Yeah. They're, they're entertaining. And so then we mentioned that and she was on board. So we were like, okay, let's, let's lock this in before she changes her mind again. So she wants to be Mavis from Hotel Transylvania. But then since we had brought up the idea of a family costume, now she still wants all of us to dress up and I'm like, Oh, the vampire thing, it, it gets a little trickier. A little more work. So I am now a little bit more intense. And Graham wants to be Johnny, who's the not vampire, who's actually married to Mavis. And I'm like, "Eh, is that inappropriate? Because you're brother and sister, but you're only six and ten. So we'll just let that go. We're going to let that go. We're just going to let it go because he has kind of curly, crazy hair like Johnny does. So it's now October 12th. I have zero pieces of these costumes. So I'm going to be pulling it together. Um, is this an order online type of thing? Or is this like you're going to have to make this sort of by scratch type of thing? So this is kind of the the creative part of me that has a really hard time buying like store-bought costumes. Um, I definitely did. In the last few years, I have just straight up bought like the packaged costume from Target or Amazon usually for Graham because he just wants to be like Mandalorian or something that is very easy to purchase. There are Mavis costumes online, but they are very expensive with shipping. And I'm like, I feel like I could pull this together. It's just kind of a cute little outfit. I feel like you can pull it together too. I think so too. And I feel like it kind of sparks joy for you, doesn't it? It kind of does, but it kind of simultaneously stresses me out. But I just... um, you know, I've I've had some really really shining moments as a Halloween mom in the past, so I feel like I have to I have to bring her back a little bit. Well, Brooke, I feel like we can't go any further without mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. your absolute shining shining moment. I think not just as Halloween, but as a person, as a mother, <laughs> as a creative. I mean, it actually was a moment that called into doubt for me whether or not we were going to be able to be friends. Wow, because. Amanda. I I harbor a lot of um, resentment towards people that I feel like have their act together a little bit too mm-hmm. much. And when mm-hmm. this happened, that was the doubt that shadowed my thinking. Well, so thank let's you. talk about <laughs> let, let's talk about it, Brooke. Yeah. yeah. Well, first of all, thank you um, for uh, seeing my my cue for this segue because you know I want to talk about this. Costume. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when Graham was four. Mm-hmm. He was very into the weather. He still is. He loves to hear the forecast for the day. We all love to ask Alexa what what we should be wearing today, things like that. So he was very into the weather on the news and said, I want to be a weatherman. And I said, okay, you know, that sounds fun. So of course I go to Pinterest and I look up all these weatherman ideas and I see like 
you know, the people with the tie that looks like it's flying over the shoulder and the inside out umbrella to make it look like a weatherman yeah. stuck in a hurricane. And I showed him pictures and he said, no, I want you to be able to see the weather. I was like, what is he talking about? You know, he's four. This was right. hard for him to articulate. I finally figured out, I think we had the TV on one day and there was like Adam Joseph or somebody talking about the weather, Adam Joseph, um, six ABC in Philadelphia. We love him. <laughs> Anywho, little plug for Adam. Um, <laughs> And Graham was like, that's what I want. You can see the weather. And I realized he meant like the screen behind Adam Joseph, Adam Joseph that said what the forecast was. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So then designer me is like, oh, this is right up my alley. Oh, my God. So what I did was in, in Adobe Illustrator, because I don't do anything simply, you know, I laid out this whole weather forecast thing. I called him Graham Thunderstorm, because in Philadelphia, we also had a weatherman um, named Glenn Hurricane Schwartz. So yes, I had to bring in, bring in some sort of fun name. And pretty much, you know, the only other things I had to do was get him like a little clip on tie and a little toy microphone. But I took this poster, I had it printed out locally um, at a print shop that I work with, and then I mounted it on foam core. I'm making this sound a lot more complicated. But to in my head, it was totally simple because it yeah. was like a design. It became a design project instead yes. of a Halloween costume. Yes. And so I mounted it on foam core. And then Nick's kind of handy construction background we figured out a way to connect this weatherman backdrop to suspenders that Graham wore. So he was basically like a walking weather forecast. Yes. And it was incredible. And he was also four. So it was very hard for him to like stand still for me to get a picture. So the only pictures I have are totally blurry. But it was it was truly when I peaked as a mom, as a Halloween mom. And it's yeah. really been downhill from that. No, there's, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's tough. Nothing's going to top it. And he got on the news, right? Didn't he yes. get on the news? Please. Yes. Yes. So 6ABC, I like tagged them on Instagram and they posted it. Uh, they shared it on their broadcast. So it was very fun. We still have the video of that. Um, but yeah, like. Yeah, it I was just epic, don't, Brooke. Epic. It, it was pretty epic. But 2022, Brooke, does not have the energy for that. Um I don't know. My friend Emily makes these amazing costumes for her kids every year. I was just looking at her Instagram. Uh, she she has three kids and they all choose like these really, I think she helps to steer them in a direction that like they're never boring character. Not that character, not that there's anything wrong with a character Halloween costume, but last year they were like a taco and a Rubik's cube right. that actually spun. I'm like, ah, and she makes all of them. A Rubik's cube that spun and she made it. Yes, she's incredible. So oh, it's my like gosh. we but every year I ask her about it and like she truly loves doing it. I'm gonna hold up this picture for you. I don't know <gasps> if you can you can see this. I'll ask Emily if I can share this on our oh, Instagram feed. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's incredible. So my question you know, though is like how long could that kid wear that? I mean, you can't even yeah, that that's intense. Yeah, it's totally it's for like the Halloween parade and then you know they probably take it off. But so I think, you know, in terms of a good enough-ish approach to Halloween, it's kind of anything goes on any given year. Yeah. I just remember that I was always either a witch or a princess. Really? Always. 
And we would just like alternate back and forth. And like back then you really didn't have store-bought costumes. So my mom would, they were homemade costumes. And luckily it's pretty easy. Like I just remember it being like a black dress with like some, the squiggly, like, I don't know, stuff lining around the edges. And she Mm. would just like slap another thing of black fabric at the bottom. Like as we grew, you know. I know. Which are a princess. And I think my sister was always, one year she was a belly dancer and she just used her costume, like her ballet recital costume, which was a belly oh, yeah. dance, right? Oh, I absolutely reused those dance cons- costumes. Um, when I was, I think I was 10. Guess who I was? Just just take a guess what my costume was when I was 10, 1990. Oh, God. I, have, I mean, the first thing that came to mind was Debbie Gibson, but yep. what <laughs> yep. were you? Oh, wait, you told me this, didn't you? You had a side, or no, that was the what you wore was, to the concert. When I went to the concert, I had the side ponytail. When I dressed up as Debbie Gibson, this was her Electric Youth album phase. So it could have been 91. I'll have to double check. Okay. But I had a blonde wig and the black hat. You know, she always wore the hat and the vest. And I mean, I just thought I was Debbie. But I yet, had those vests. Times have changed with the with the costumes because it's like, do you spend a lot and go the store bought route? But then everybody knows it's store bought. But who really cares? But who right? really cares? Because it's yeah. good enough ish, and we're just trying to get through the day here, Brooke. Yeah, we're just trying to get through the day. We really are. I feel like you're, <laughs> re- <laughs> Amanda. <laughs> You gonna you gonna be okay there, buddy? You doing all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. One thing that I have done, thanks to you, is I've already bought my Halloween candy. Oh, uh, okay. I got my Halloween candy. I was in CVS. There was like some buy one get one deals happening, mm-hmm. so I did that. However, about a week later, I remembered that I bought the Halloween candy, mm. and I just had one. Reese's mm-hmm. pumpkin. One. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I'm shocked. I mean, I bought it probably 10 days ago and it's been there the whole time and only one Reese's has escaped. Okay. See, I usually can't physically open the bag. Once you break the seal, it's all it's all over. Yeah. But I do. Yeah, this was a tip I think I had told you. Or did I say? I don't remember if I talked about this on the podcast. Just you like, have I not like talked buy... about it yet, but I think when we were thinking about the topic. Yes. I like to buy the Halloween candy early because then you get the good stuff. Um, You know, if I see a sale or something in like early October, I'll buy it and then just kind of put it away somewhere where nobody can get to it. So then it's done. But I will say that we really don't get a lot of trick-or-treaters and we all enjoy trick-or-treating together. So I'm not even sure if we'll get candy this year because we don't usually have much to give out. Right, right. I know. It's a little strange here in our neighborhood. A lot of... Well, all the houses are pretty far apart, and so it's kind of a hike. And a lot of people, they'll just put a table at the end of their driveway with, like, a pumpkin and a a bowl of candy, which I think is probably what we'll do. There's That was kind of... Go Sorry, go Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) I was going to say, this is when it gets hard to record remotely. Um, That was kind of one thing I loved about COVID, like, the first year, the first Halloween of COVID. It was, you know, we were still social distancing. So people had really creative displays either at the end of their driveway or we have friends who made like a candy shoot. So they would put it down the chute for the um, trick-or-treaters. 
And I kind of loved that. It was fun to see how creative people got and that you didn't have to make contact and go up the steps and knock on the door and say trick or treat. But, um, but also it is totally okay to turn off your lights and, and not participate if you're not into the little trick-or-treat thing no if it doesn't spark joy i wish more no. things in life were like that they're like nope i don't want to participate turn off the lights yeah <laughs> we're done <laughs> just turn off the lights there's kind of yeah. a fun culture in this neighborhood on halloween too everybody you know a lot of people have those solo stoves so yes. they take the solo stove and put it at the end of their driveway and they kind of have a little party at the end of the driveway so every time that you are walking around each house is like a little party and it's not just trick or treat you kind of stand there and like chat for a little while and the kids are running all over the yards and yeah you also live next to a golf course so a lot of the families here have golf carts so last oh. year Isabel actually ran around the, like on a golf cart with all of her friends and they had decorated it with like orange lights and it's fun oh. there's a fun Halloween culture here that is fun. And you're reminding me, I think that is one thing that I love about still being able to go trick-or-treating with my kids is you know that one of my personal values is community mm-hmm. and Halloween is such a fun night to see the whole community out and get to see all the kids in their cute costumes, but also visit with some, some parents that we don't always get to see or the, the parents who, you know, their kids might take a bus to school and we walk. So we don't always get to know the other families and yeah Halloween's a good excuse to people there's a lot of peopling happening a lot of peopling and it also doesn't have the stress of making a meal and gathering that like you know it's just kind of fun it's just fun good pure fun yeah do you guys carve pumpkins and decorate and do all that stuff or um so you know I don't like decorating a lot because it's a lot of clutter Yes, it is. Okay, but I think Isabel yeah. wishes that we would decorate more. We have basically one pumpkin that has a light inside of it that lights up. And then we have a cat skeleton that makes a terrifying noise that, <laughs> that Junebug hates. Mm-hmm. That is the extent of our Halloween decorations. I thought I went like kind of above and beyond. I mean, we're definitely not like the Halloween house, you know, that, that the neighborhood is like, ooh, ah. But I got out my Halloween decorations. I got out my Halloween wreath. And Paige was like, when are we going to decorate? I was like, I, I you did. did. You did. I did. <laughs> so I did buy some of the um, the spider webby stuff that uh-huh. we're going to hang up. But then I started to put some little corners of the house, put that in little corners of the house the other day, um, accidentally knocked a mirror off the wall. It did not yeah, break, Yeah, but I was yeah. like, okay, this is my cutest stuff. So yeah, I know. We'll sometimes see. I see those other houses that have like, you know, a witch stuck in a tree and skeletons. And I'm just, uh, I just, I'm too tired, Brooke. I'm too tired. I know. I know. <laughs> you okay? Over there? I feel like I'm sorry if talking about Halloween is stressing you out. You no, it's not because I'm this okay. year. I mean, and I think it's, it's, it's good enough ish solution because, you know, yeah. when, when the ish hits the fan and, you know, you just, you just grab for the minimum effective dose. And right now yep. we have the minimum effective dose go. Isabel's got her costume. We have got our candy and we mm-hmm. are good to go. I think and she's going to get an ish ton of candy at trick-or-treating. So that's yep. ultimately mm-hmm. 
They'll be happy, hopefully. The one mistake I do not want to make this year is last year, I felt like such a fool. I felt like such an idiot because we had just moved into this neighborhood. So, I, uh, so Halloween was kind of the first time that I was meeting a lot of other families. And Isabel was a witch and she wanted me to be a witch with her, a matching witch. She looked adorable, but I looked ridiculous. This costume was like four sizes too big. I didn't know any of these people. I went to this like party, this Halloween party that was kind of happening, sort of pre-trick-or-treating, thinking that the other adults would be dressed up. Not a single person was mm. dressed up. All the women looked like adorable in their little fall outfits, and I looked <laughs> like a ridiculous baggy witch. <laughs> so I feel like this year, you know, it's... Just nope. Watch, you won't dress up this year, and, and they'll the rest all of them be dressed be... up. That's what yeah. will happen, Brooke. Yeah, that's what yeah. will happen. It'll be like um, in Legally Blonde when yes, um, the mean girl tells Reese Witherspoon tell what whatever her name was in the movie. Yes, Elle. Elle. sorry, Elle Woods. How could I forget that it's a costume party and she shows up the only one dressed up? Right. So then yeah, she... we're gonna you're gonna make it through this year. Okay? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. All right, let's take a break, book. Bro- book. book. Okay. okay, let's take a breather. All right, okay, bye. You're listening to the Good Enough-ish podcast with Amanda Jefferson and Brooke Forey. Visit goodenoughish.com for show notes with information from each episode, as well as links to all the places where you can find us on the internet. Now back to the show. We are back, Brooke. We are back. (laughs) Are you testing out your COVID singing voice? (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the extent of that test. I think this (laughs) ain't going to be singing for a while. Not as sexy as you had hoped. No. 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 What's sparking (sighs) joy for you over there? Well, gotta tell you. I don't remember if I... I know I told you. I don't remember if I told our listeners that um, my Kindle was finally, um, finally became obsolete a couple months ago. I have had my Kindle since it was a 30th birthday gift. I am now 42. Oh my gosh. So it was, you know, my mom gave it to me for my 30th birthday. And as we all know, I read every night before bed and it was still updating fine. I guess perhaps there was like a dozen emails from Amazon that I had ignored. <laughs> that hey, approximately be... one dozen emails. Yeah. I, like, yeah, I don't read them. They just should be know, fine. It just should be fine. So one day I was trying to, you know, get a new book from the library, and it my Kindle was like no longer even showing up in my Amazon account. I was like, oh man, what happened? So I go through the help desk and everything. They're like, yeah, that's twelve years old. So it's no longer. Um, you know, updatable. It, it can't meet our software needs anymore. And so I was like, oh my gosh, you know, my, I was like distraught. I was, did you put it in the freezer with the snail? I did. <laughs> <laughs> Preparing to I, have a funeral for it? I did not, but I was emotionally attached to it. I was able to trade it in for like what a $5 uh, refund towards my new Kindle. Good for you. But I held on to it for like a good two weeks because I was emotionally attached to this kid. Yeah. But anyway, so like that same day, of course, I exclusively read on my Kindle at night. Pretty pretty much in general, I exclusively read on it. Um, and 
So I like quickly went on to Amazon and I ended up treating myself to a Kindle Paperwhite because I know how much I use it. And as I was a little resistant to the newer technology and I thought my other Kindle was just fine, I have to say this Kindle Paperwhite is sparking a ton of joy. <sighs> it's got the night mode, the dark yes. mode, it's backlit. So I no longer need the annoying book light attached to it that mm-hmm. every time I would be like ready to roll over and go to sleep, Nick would hear it click three times <laughs> <laughs> to turn it off my little book light. So he enjoys it that it's not like this light blasting um, in our room anymore. So it's sparking, it's sparking a ton of joy. I have to say, I, I really wavered. I was like, do I go for the paper white or do I just go for the cheaper model? And, and you know, I'm frugal, yes. but I'm really glad that I, I sprung for the nicer model. Because the difference between the paper white and the nicer model is that it does have, it's like backlit. Like you can, is that? Uh, I forget. There was like a couple of differences. This one is waterproof, which I do not read the (laughs) bath because I don't like baths. I prefer showers. I don't like baths either. Have we not talked about this? I don't like. I I think, have we talked about it? I don't know. I don't. Okay. There's a lot more to say there. I'm surprised you don't like baths because I feel like you like being warm. I do. Yeah, maybe we'll have to dig into this a little more in a future episode. But anyway, so I'm not reading in the bath, but now I can because my Kindle Paperwhite is um, waterproof. And there was something else. I think it was like a slightly larger screen, a slightly thinner profile or something. I'm, I'm giving you all the wrong information right now. But I went for the nicer model. Brooke is not the regional representative for the Kindle Paperwhite. I'm, I'm not. But I enjoy it. And it's sparking a ton of joy. I want to check out... Well, so my Kindle also... I had a very, very old Kindle. It died. And so I had to upgrade a couple years ago. But um, I've got... And so I think it'll be a while until I'm able to upgrade again. But I have my eye on... There's a new new Kindle out that you can write on it. Like you can write notes on the book. Yes. And I do love writing on my books. I like writing in the margins. I like circling and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I have my eye on that. I'm might have to keep an eye out on the Black Friday sale or something. You're also big into like highlighting certain lines in your Kindle books too. Aren't yeah, you? because like for example, I like yeah, I actually go back and review notes a lot. So there was a book that I kind of wanted to reread like re- re- recently, but I was like, ah, I don't want to reread the whole book and then I just reviewed the, my notes for that book and that was really nice so then I could remember the key points that I was trying to go back to love that that's such a good idea yeah yeah I don't do that yeah I just remember that I loved a book and I forget why or what it was about (laughs) (laughs) and then I have to go back and like read all the book descriptions and Cliff's notes but um yeah so it's just it's it's added. It took away some friction that I didn't know was there. I thought my last Kindle was good enough-ish, and it totally was. But then once I upgraded, I realized how much friction had actually oh my been gosh. there with my old I feel Kindle. like that happens with so many things. Like yeah. when I upgraded my car, I had had the same Honda CRV for 13 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is fine. This is good. And then when you get a car now, they're like, they're so amazing. All the features that they have. Like, and how did I live? How without did them? I live? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. That's super exciting. Your Kindle. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Well, what are you doing? You might not be doing much right now because you're still recovering from COVID, but do you have a tip for us? Um, something that 
we can do for our future selves. Yes, this is completely not COVID related, but it's something that I think can really improve just your everyday experience, which is when I help my clients organize their bathrooms, I often help them pull together and create a space for just their everyday things. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times in our bathroom, we have like all of our makeup mixed together or all of the lotions or all of the stuff. And so you're rummaging through all of these things that you very rarely use. So I help them create sort of an everyday section so that, you know, okay, this is the moisturizer that I use and then the under eye concealer and then the foundation and then da 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 da. And like that's, and here's my contact stuff and all of that. So that is the doing your future self a favor, just putting all in one place, the things that you use every day for your routine and setting aside all the other stuff that you don't use every day and having that put, put further away. This is such a good idea. And something that I don't know why I haven't really thought about it in this way, but um, you know, we have a small bathroom, womp womp, um, (laughs) Brooke's small house. Um, But I still have like, I have my contact solution and the saline solution in like a little bin. And then I have the toothbrush here with the toothpaste. And then in somewhere in another location, I have the moisturizer and the daily sunscreen. And then in another location, I have the contact case. It's like, I have different spaces for everything, but yet I'm using all of those products at the same time. And why are they in six different places within that small bathroom? So yeah, I need to get like a little, little zone together a little bit better. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I like to check in with my clients after they get something like this set up and they usually do report back like, oh my gosh, mornings are so much easier now. And even your night routine can be a little bit easier too, because as you said, you like to do your night routine as this sort of self-care extravaganza. <laughs> and so if you have all these, you know, potions and lotions all together, it can make it a little bit more, a lot less friction, a lot more fun. Totally. Good tip, Amanda. Yeah. All right. So how you, I was going to say, so how you, how you feeling at the end of this episode? You feel good enough-ish? I, yeah, feel a little good enough-ish. I'm excited to see what you pull together for Halloween. I feel like your good enough-ish is usually a lot better than most people's good (laughs) enough-ish. So I'm excited (laughs) for that. Keep your eyes peeled for pictures of Isabel in her neon traffic ensemble. Okay. (laughs) Can't wait. Yeah. And I'm going to try to keep my hand out of the uh, Halloween candy. That's my goal. Yeah. You know what? There's no shame in enjoying a little Halloween candy after the week you've had, too. So hope you continue to feel better. And we will hopefully see each other for our next recording session. But until then, we hope you all have a good enough-ish day. (laughs) Why did I? (laughs) And the loopiness sets in. I know. All right. This was fun. Okay. Okay. Bye. It was fun. Okay. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. 
Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.